Death Goes Digital. Welcome to The Art of Memorialising, an audio newsletter by me, Peter Billingham, from Death Goes Digital and Memorable Words Eulogy Writing Services. The Art of Memorialising brings you the latest news on digital immortality, digital legacy, digital life curation and all things death tech. Thanks for being here. Now this month, if you notice a slight nasal sound in the voice, that's because those allergies of the hay fever are really high today. So I apologise for that. Now, what will you find in this issue in June 2022? You'll find the 10 best ways to die. Are you fed up with playing Monopoly? Well, why don't you try the Death Convo game instead? Have you ever thought about living eternally in the metaverse on your own planet? Well, now you can. And we're going to look at two new spotlights on startups, Webacy and Chronicle. Is direct cremation disrupting the legacy of traditional funerals in the UK forever? That's the question we're going to ask in this edition of the newsletter. Transformational change is coming to the funeral industry in the UK and it's coming fast. The question is, will other countries follow these funeral trends that are now disrupting the UK funeral marketplace? I suppose the question is also to ask, are they doing that already? And will this pace of change increase as families choose personalisation over tradition? How could this impact you as a traditional funeral director or maybe the owner of a funeral home? Let's dig a bit deeper and see. It's true to say that funerals have changed little in centuries. The traditional format of a black frock coat, black hearse and funeral services matches the same format and even the same words, insert name here from the Book of Common Prayer, has seemed for a time the only option. But in a secularised society, we have seen the move away from churches and burials to crematoriums and cremations. But for a time, the traditional funeral service has stayed, well, pretty much the same. But not so these days. The times have changed forever. How might that be, you might ask? Back in 2015, Brian Powell, a funeral director, and his wife Catherine decided the funeral market was looking for something new, something that could suit the demand for personalisation and choice. Yes, price too was a factor. The increase in the cost of funerals in an unregulated industry was an issue for many families. So together, they launched Pure cremation with a plan to disrupt the industry and they certainly succeeded synonymous with the word vacuum is hoover we use the one for the other and so much that it's become a part of the vocabulary of life in the uk today it is the same with pure cremation and direct cremation let me explain Direct cremation is, in the most part, an unattended cremation. This leaves the family of the loved one with perhaps the option to arrange a memorial service at a different time and a different place. Maybe a favourite woods, a beach, even the golf club, where that loved one spent so many happy hours. 
Families in the UK are contacting funeral directors asking, do you do pure cremations? Mainly because of the multi-million advertising budgets Pure Cremation successfully spends in daytime TV and magazine advertising. One National Independent Funeral Directors Association suggests many consumers do not even think an independent funeral director even conducts direct or unattended cremations and 77% of customers don't even contact them to ask, choosing to go to online suppliers instead. That's worrying for lots of traditional funeral directors who may see their future business disappearing more and more online. Around one in five funerals choose direct cremation, and partly because of the pandemic, 2021 saw a dramatic increase in the choice of direct cremation. And among those who organised a funeral in the last 18 months, said the Cost of Dying report from Sun Life, 24% described that funeral as a direct cremation. They predicted the market for direct cremation to become a growing trend for the UK's funeral choice. And the ripples of that change will have significant impact for the industry, changing it forever. Of course, there will always be the demand for a traditional funeral. They can be a beautiful way to remember and celebrate the life of a loved one. But change, and that change being digital and online, is coming to the UK funeral industry fast. And this opens up tremendous opportunities for those in the end-of-life marketplace who can adapt and change. So, hold on, change is coming fast, but how does your end-of-life business need to respond? In Startup Spotlights this month, we're going to look at two new businesses, Webacy and Chronicle. Webacy helps protect your crypto assets and social media accounts. It's a similar story and a familiar journey for many entrepreneurs facing personal loss. Makaya Izogawa, founder and CEO of Webacy, looked for a better solution to the challenges he experienced when a member of his family passed away. Facing the complexity of digital legacy planning with multiple social media accounts and crypto assets, Webacy simplifies the process. So what does Webacy offer? First of all, deletion of your social media accounts on death automatically, if that is your choice. Or memorialising your accounts and even posting time-sequenced content online after your death. It allows for transferring crypto assets to those who you have nominated. It also gives you the opportunity of creating a shoebox a digital place to store your memories or your photos and videos and thoughts for your generations who will follow. And also a trademarked death notify, the simplest and most straightforward way to notify a death. Secondly, this month, Chronicle. Chronicle is digital cemetery management software. I'd like to say thanks to the team at Chronicle for introducing me to their new software for cemetery management. Unaware of the challenges, as most cemeteries still keep paper records of the locations of burial plots within a 
graveyard, Chronicle not only brings organisation and speed to finding a loved one's resting place, but gives an online presence to engage widely with society. Founder and CEO Matthew Borowski started the company after finding it very difficult to locate the grave of a friend. I'm often quoting Margaret Atwood's words, in the end we'll all become stories. And now Chronicle offers a way for those stories to be told by just looking at a gravestone. Here is an example of how it works. If you visited Beechwood Cemetery in Australia, you could find a plaque remembering Jacob Hoffman. You would know very little of the story of his life from the words and numbers on his tombstone. But what a story his life tells. At 17, in 1864, Jacob left Germany and travelled to America, and he served in the American army. Would you like to know what else has happened? Well, there is a special link in the newsletter that you can read the story of Jacob, and it's all done through Chronicle. I'd like to say thanks to Matthew and the team for letting me know about their software Chronicle and wish you all the best for the future and all success with your startup project. Have you heard of a startup in digital life curation or death tech? Well, then I would love to know. Please could you email me at info at deathgoesdigital.com. Our sponsored product or service. Would you be interested in sharing your new product or service with the readers of The Art of Memorialising? Well, if you would do, if you click the link in the newsletter, you can see how that happens. We highlight your product, service or idea by sponsoring an edition. We give you the space and you get to tell the world about what you're doing or have created. You and your business can become part of the adventure now. So to secure your month in 2022 or 2023, please click on the link in the newsletter. Let's look at this month's memorialisation morsels. These are five meaty bits of news for you to stay ahead of the conversation on digital legacy, digital life curation and all things death tech. Number one. Uploading your memories to the metaverse. Now your legacy can be eternal. It's said that they forget us after three generations. And I don't like to think about that, but it's probably correct. Or is it? Are you ready to blast off into eternity with plans to remembered forever? Life Story is a metaverse project. With Life Story... You can upload photos, videos and written stories about your life. You can also choose to have your life story shared with specific people or made public for the world to see. OK, well, that's not too novel these days, as there are many platforms out there that do this. But Life Story is a first of its kind project letting people tell their story in the metaverse with a collection of 5,555 unique NFT planets where you can document your memories in the lifeverse. Memories are stored as NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Now, if that's a bit confusing for most, hang on. You can even land on these planets in a user's spaceship. 
Are you confused? Are you intrigued? Well, if you read the link in the newsletter, Creating a Lasting Legacy with Life Story, to a point it'll all be explained. Or you could even watch the YouTube videos for more details. What for me is fascinating about this is the creativity behind the idea of storing your life story in the evolving metaverse. Number two, are we getting used to the idea the dead will always be with us digitally? Opening with the perfect quote by George Eliot, our dead are never dead to us until we have forgotten them. Alice Hines writes an excellent article in the Sunday Post entitled More Ghosts in the Machines as Legacy Pixels Create Digital Life After Death. It is an insightful and in-depth piece considering many ethical and moral questions around the impact on grief, bereavement and dealing with the loss of a loved one in a digital age. She highlights Elaine Caskett's book. Elaine has been a guest on the Death Goes Digital podcast. But she also brings to light a new fiction novel by Sophie Cameron called Our Sister Again that looks at artificial intelligence and bereavement. Then now with the advancements in how we can feel in AI, some of the developments she thinks about could be on even our current imagination. The article is well worth a read. Number three, are you interested in playing the death convo game? Let's talk about death. Labelled as Asia's first death preparation app, Bereave users create a central plan in preparation of death, whatever stage of their life. Bereave founder and CEO Izumi Inoue said, Bereave provides a pathway for the end of journey of our lives and takes the stress away from those who need to pick up the pieces after we've left. When you're grieving, it's incredibly difficult to make major decisions. So we are removing that burden through the app Bereave. In May, Bereave also launched the Death Convo game. It's a world first, a death conversation game to unlock the unspoken questions about dying. So for 45 days, starting in May, they offered the world the chance to talk about death through answering 45 questions. Thousands are taking part and it will be really interesting to see if they publish the answers. Number four. What are the 10 best ways to die according to hospice staff? In a viral post doing the rounds in May, the care staff at Keach Hospice Care, an adult and children's hospice in Luton, UK, racked up over 30,000 views across social media. You may remember a few years ago, a palliative nurse, Bronnie Ware, became a best-selling author with her book, The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. And no, bungee jumps were not one of them. Well, this post gives 10 practical and wise actions to take for those of us who one day will die. And I think that's pretty much all of us. Number five, ditched by the dragons in the den, Scotland's biscuit tin digital legacy plan gains a new powerful partnership with the Scottish Building Society. 
This month, the Scottish Building Society has launched a new partnership with the digital legacy vault and planning tool, Biscuit Tin. They will offer it free to its members for the first three months after they sign up. So, watching the developments over at Good Trust, one of the major players in the digital legacy marketplace, as they have been building strategic partnerships for onboarding clients, it seems Sheila Hogan of Biscuit Tin is doing the same. So, despite the snub she had from the Dragons, well, congratulations, Sheila, on this excellent strategic partnership you've built with the Scottish Building Society. And that's about it for the newsletter this month. Once again, I am sorry for the nasal quality of the newsletter, and I'll just be glad when the hay fever and the allergies have disappeared. You probably will be too. So who do you know who would find this information interesting? Well, I would be so grateful if you could forward this email, newsletter, or even a link to the podcast to them. I'd be very grateful. If you'd like to start a conversation and tell me anything that you're reading or thinking about uh, to do with Death Tech, well, email me now at info at deathgoesdigital.com. Until next month, until hopefully my nose is clear of allergies, keep safe and keep going. This is Bye from Pete. Death Goes Digital.